This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Let's go Friday. What's up and welcome in February 17th, 2023. You're listening to Grant and Danny on 106.7 The Fan. Without Danny today, we got a text from Danny about an hour and a half ago saying, it's gotten ugly, I am ill, I will not be in. And it was at that moment that I knew Eric Bieniemy's getting hired today by the commanders. My source is Danny is unavailable to be here. And if you guys listen to this show regularly, if you are Grant and Danny Marks, if you will, if you're a P1 of this program, or even just a casual G&D listener, you know that there's a couple of things about this show that are very clear. Most notably, we overtalk about food. And second, and just as important, if Danny is not in, if he gets sick, if something happens and he's unable to post, something Huge will happen in D.C. sports. And I believe the hiring of Biennemi, which Danny has been praying for and crossing his fingers about and over-dreaming and talking about for weeks, that would qualify, I believe. So my prediction is that the Eric Biennemi news is going to break while we're on the air today. And while that's some informed speculation on reading some of the tea leaves and the way the winds are blowing, Certainly, everyone is expecting now Biennemi to come to Washington to be the next offensive coordinator. But the moment I found out Danny was not going to be able to come to work today, it became glaringly evident today is going to be Biennemi Day, rest assured. So if it happens, maybe we can text Danny and we can see if he's uh, feeling well enough to come on for a couple of minutes to discuss missing yet another bombshell, but... In the meantime, we are thinking about him. Hopefully, he is feeling better. I got Dara Stammern and Ryan Clary alongside on the production today. They are in our Half Street studios back in D.C. I am not. I join you today from the power of radio, hoping for technology to do us a solid for the next four-plus hours. Your boy is sitting in a recliner in a home in Wilmington, North Carolina, Now, you're going to say Wilmington is not Raleigh, and you'd be right. I have come to the Carolinas for the outdoor game the Capitals are playing for the stadium series in Raleigh against the Hurricanes, slated for tomorrow night at 8 p.m. under the lights. But I've got family here in the area, my brother-in-law, who we have uh, come visited and we're hanging out with for a day. So I am in Wilmington today. I'll be in Raleigh tomorrow. I'm uh, getting my fix of the Carolinas today. Uh, in a beach town not far from the ocean. So we'll see where the evening takes us. But I am excited to be with you talking D.C. sports until 6.30 this evening. We've got tickets to give away for the D.C. Defenders home opener coming up this weekend on Sunday night. We'll give those tickets away 
at 4 o'clock today ahead of the Beltway Blitz. What a sports weekend ahead in D.C., by the way. Starting with the Caps playing outdoors tomorrow against the Hurricanes, their fourth ever outdoor hockey game. There are a ton of people coming down here, by the way. And if you are, please let me know. Tweet me at Grant H. Paulson. Maybe we'll try to put something together, some kind of tweet up uh, in rally in the afternoon before the game. But I have interacted with a ton of folks on Twitter, on Instagram at Grant H. Paulson, sending me messages saying they're coming. Uh, it seems like, I guess it's the drivable, right? Sub four hours to get down to Raleigh. People are, are taking advantage of an opportunity to go to an outdoor puck match. Uh, I went to the Winter Classic at Nats Park. I did not go to the game in Pittsburgh. I was lucky enough to have been at the outdoor game at the Naval Academy in Annapolis. And it was really, really neat. What an awesome experience that was. So this will be the third of the four times they've been outside that I've been at the game. But it it just feels, I don't know how to say it otherwise, like a big event. It's got the vibes and the romanticism of, you know, essentially hockey at like a lower level. But it's the greatest players in the world. And that really is a treat. Uh, the Wizards are off for the better part of a week now. They will not play again until Friday the 24th against the Knicks because they are into the break having now won 10 of 14. But they're a part of this big weekend, what with the NBA's festivities and activities coming up. What a game last night for the Wizards, by the way. While the Capitals were laying a complete egg and just getting worked, they need Alex Ovechkin back dearly. They need to get healthier without some of their key pieces. Tom Wilson and John Carlson are high-paid players because they're stars. Nick Dowd, who comes on the show every week, is an invaluable asset and commodity that probably is not even understood for how important he is, taking big draws, face-offs, offensive, defensive zone, being a shutdown defensive center and forward on a, a critical fourth line for them. I mean, they're missing a lot, but they gave up six goals last night, five in the final two periods. They got doubled up by the Panthers, who are, you know, had been nipping at their heels and catching them now in the playoff push. The Caps are in a little bit of trouble. they got to get some reinforcements. But it's the Wizards who have actually got on a roll here and won 10 of their last 14. What a comeback last night. They did the thing to the Timberwolves that teams always do to them. The Wizards were down 20 points last night and rallied to win. Bradley Beal had 17 in the fourth quarter. He was sensational down the stretch. I mean, Beal for a long, long time, my argument has been for the money he makes and kind of the amount of reverence that we give him as if he's one of these great elite MVP type players in the NBA. You know, it's long been said he's top 20 or he's this or he's that late in games. I just haven't trusted him And late in games. Well, whether he's at his best or not, there's been always kind of been someone else on the team that I would rather have the basketball. He could not have been better in the fourth quarter last night. Hats off to him. He was great. In fact, that 17 point fourth quarter for Brad Beal yesterday was the most in a fourth quarter that he's had since January of 2021, which was a little over two years ago. Wizards down 20, come back to win, and go into the break hot now within two games of 500. To Tommy Shepard's credit, and I know people don't want to hear this as Wizards fans because you either want to be really bad or really good and being around 500 does not put the Triscuit Crackers in your stomach. 
But the point all along that he and the Wizards brass has been making is when Beal will be on the floor with Kuzma and Kristaps, this team is going to be much better. And recently, that certainly looks like the case. Now, you can still ask all the same questions we've been asking on this show all year, which is, to what end? What is the end game? Better from bad just gets you to kind of middle of the pack in a conference that is much improved and all of a sudden really, really good. But I'll say this. They're much more entertaining to watch right now, night in and night out. And it has been a better brand of basketball for the diehard fans that go out to the arena, the folks that do still check them out each and every game. For the the casual Wizards fan that just kind of complains that they're not championship level but isn't invested every single game, this might be frustrating, but it, it's good for, I would say, the, the, the folks that are still elbow deep in this thing that want to see this team win when they play. But if you'd have told me about a month ago that one of the Wizards or Capitals would be surging and the other would be taking on water and in big trouble, I would have gotten that wrong. The Capitals, having, after the loss last night, dropped three straight games at home in a three-game homestand, that stretch marking the first Caps homestand of three or more games in which they didn't record at least one standings point since late January of 1997 when they went 0-4 in Landover, Maryland before they made the move to the MCI Center. How about that stat I saw from Ben Raby of the Caps Radio Network last night? And it ain't a good one. Doesn't make you feel good now, does it? little uh, sample of kind of how things have been going in D.C. sports to get us started. But why don't we begin with what's going on with the Commanders? Because as big as this weekend's going to be, right? Caps tomorrow outdoors, Sunday the Defenders in D.C. The biggest story in town is going to be the hiring of Eric Bieniemy when that becomes official. And I think that's going to happen today. In jest, I kind of said it would, would happen with Danny out, although a lot of you have tweeted me. <laughs> and people are celebrating Danny not being here, not because they don't want to hear Danny. We love Danny. But they're, this is literally a tweet. Yes, no Danny. Let's go. Be enemy today. <laughs> you guys know how this is going to work. A few people are even speculating. Today's the day that Dan Snyder sells. And to that, I would say... That's going to be the next time Danny's out. In fact, Darius, we should probably talk to Danny about this. We might need to have him take a random day off on, like, March 8th. Just because. Just pick a middle-of-the-week day where he could just take the day off so that we can will the sale of the commanders into existence. Because a lot of you seem to think that with Danny out, it's going to happen today. I don't think the ball is far enough down the field yet. That one, I don't know if we can... um, just by way of a Danny absence, will that one yet? But if we give it a little bit more time, perhaps that could be the next thing to happen when he is not here, poor guy. But Bienemy came to town. Think about this. Leaves the Super Bowl celebration, the parade. Okay? He gets down off the bus, walks to his car, goes to the airport, flies here to meet with Rivera. They go to dinner. Then they meet all day yesterday on Thursday. 
12 hours at the facility. They go to dinner again. We are now on the verge of the hiring, I would have to imagine, short of going sideways somehow, short of something happening that is unforeseen. Biennium is going to end up being the offensive coordinator of the commanders, and the hiring is going to be imminent, it would appear, just reading the tea leaves. I'm not reporting that. I'm just telling you what it sounds like based on all the people who do the reporting. Here's the question I want to ask you guys on the MGM National Harbor listener lines, and I think this is a good place to start the show with some of your feedback at 800-636-1067. 800-636-1067. I know that we have talked a lot about a possible enemy hiring, but we have mostly, on this show specifically, I don't know what everyone else has been doing, we have been, I think, responsible about saying if Washington hires him, and done topics that way, right? We have not really talked about the idea of Biennemi being their coordinator much. And I want to know, if Biennemi were to be hired, if, if we find out today he's the guy sealed and delivered, he's the coordinator, I want to gauge your excitement on that. Single, double, homer of a hire. If we go single, pretty good. That, that's a good hiring. Extra base hit, this is awesome. Now, I got questions, but... You did a good job bringing him into the fold. Or home run, I can't believe Eric Bieniemy is leaving Kansas City to come to Washington. And I can't believe the Marty Party and Ron Rivera were able to park the car here. I cannot believe they got Eric Bieniemy. How is it possible that we're so lucky? To me, that's a home run hire. The extra base hit is, this is going to go really well. I think this is going to be a good fit. I like this hire a lot. It makes sense in both directions. And then the single is maybe being a little bit lukewarm, or perhaps you have more questions about the enemy than the average person does. And I would say that that's okay. Like, I'm not in that camp. I think he's overqualified for this job. He's been the OC of a team that over the last five years under his watch has averaged finishing second in yards per play in the NFL, fourth in passing, and tenth in rushing yards per play. But maybe you think, yeah, but you're hiring a guy who you're, who you're bringing over without Andy Reid, and he, when tasked with more responsibility, is going to crumble. Or maybe you just feel like play calling will be difficult or not having Reid to bounce things off of could be uh, something that exposes him, right? I would say you think then that that's a single of a hire. If you think this is a bad hire, I don't even know if I'm giving you a seat at the table. Because I think that's a really hard case to make. It might go badly. That's different than it being a bad hire. The team that has had a bad offense for years, going and getting the coordinator of the number one offense in the sport over the last five seasons, cannot be viewed as a bad hire. This is an excellent hire. The idea, the theory, the, the process, the reason that you go get the enemy, these, this is a slam dunk in that regard. Now, that doesn't mean it's going to work, Okay. Whether or not your marriage lasts 50 years doesn't mean that when you proposed it wasn't a good idea. This is a no-brainer for Washington. This gives them a chance, I think, to make major strides on offense. It gives them a chance to have someone who develops Sam Howell brilliantly over the next couple of years. If it goes well and you do lose him as a head coach, that'll stink, okay? You used him to, to improve. He used you as a uh, stepping stone to get his next job, right? That's 
possibly part of this. But I think if this goes well, you have gotten into the game in 2023 with this regime in a way where they're going to experience the football and the offense the enemy brings, and they're going to want more of that. And I think that's a great thing. The, the marriage, ideally, of the philosophies of running the football the way Rivera wants, but doing some of the things Biennemi is going to do as well, I think they're going to see that there's another way forward. And so even if Biennemi leaves, I think still possibly a win. But imagine if your offense is actually pretty good next year. And for the first time since Jay Gruden was here, you have a aerial assault that's tough to defend, and you score points and you don't rely on your defense to have to win games. That could be you know, a game changer for this organization. So it goes without saying that hiring him makes sense. But your level of excitement, baseball style here on a show where we like baseball on G&D, base hit, extra base hit, home run would be what? And I'll open up the phones on that at 800-636-1067, 800-636-1067. One of the real knocks has been fit because Biennemi isn't necessarily a run-first coordinator coming from the Andy Reid school, and Rivera has long been a guy that wants his coordinators to run the ball. But digging into the numbers, I got to tell you, the Chiefs have been way better at running the football in terms of efficiency than you think. And I'll go through some of those numbers next. I'll also answer the big question on the MGM National Harbor listener lines. What type of baseball hit am I scoring a enemy higher? We still got to use hypotheticals here. That's not done yet. It looks like we're headed that way. But if he's announced today or tomorrow. You're listening to Grant and Danny without Danny on the fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there 
there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It would appear that Eric Bieniemy is closing in on a deal to be the new offensive coordinator of the Commanders, something that just a few weeks ago seemed like it would have been a pipe dream for Washington as they were interviewing Ken Zampezi and Pat Shermer, and we thought those two guys were the favorites. Bieniemy then all of a sudden came to the forefront as someone they wanted to interview, but at that time he was also going to be interviewing with the Ravens, who seemed like a more likely fit, a more obvious choice from his perspective. A guy that really shouldn't even be available as an offensive coordinator and only is because he can't get a head coaching job, and he has to leave Kansas City to likely get to the destination of having been hired as a head coach. And now it looks like it's actually happening. If Washington hires the enemy today, tomorrow, here imminently, it looks like it could happen at any point. How will you view the hire? And rather than giving you a, a different scale, we're saying baseball parlance. Is it a single? I'm going extra base hit, double, triple style, or home run? You can call us now at 800-636-1067 to chime in on the MGM National Harbor listener lines. We'll get to those calls in just a moment. 800 800- 636-1067. Lay of the land ahead today. Solo expedition without Danny until 630. Jordan Ta'amu, who is the starting quarterback of the D.C. Defenders, is going to be on the show at 3 o'clock in 30 minutes. Number one, the Defenders open their season at Audi Field on Sunday night, which I'm excited about. But the other reason, and frankly maybe the more important reason to have him on the show, he was with the Chiefs on their practice squad as a quarterback in 2021, and for a stint here earlier this season. I bring that up to tell you that he's been around Patrick Mahomes, that he's been in meeting rooms with Eric Bieniemy, that he knows the inner workings and how the sausage gets made offensively for Kansas City. Who can give us better insight on Bieniemy and the Chiefs than Jordan Ta'amu, the quarterback of the XFL's D.C. Defenders? And for that reason, he will be on the show at 3 o'clock. You will want to listen to that, I promise you. We'll also talk to Joe Beninati today at 5 about the Caps Stadium Series outdoor game that many of you are going to be road tripping down to Raleigh to check out. They are playing the Hurricanes under the lights outdoors tomorrow night, which should be great television, great theater. So Joe Beninati with us at 5 this evening. And speaking of the defenders, I've got a four-pack of tickets for you. We're going to be giving away three four-packs today at 3.15, 4 o'clock, and 5 o'clock. So make sure you're listening, and if you want those tickets, have your dialing fingers ready at those times on G&D when you are prompted. But let's get to the phones, 800-636-1067. I think the hiring of Biennemi, I'm going to say, goes down as an extra base hit. I'm going to stop short of a homer, which was my first thought, 
say that th- this thing cleared the fence and was 15 rows deep because I just don't think at any point that I expect that they could have landed Bienemy. I, I really do believe they've outkicked their coverage in that capacity. But I'm going to stop short of saying it's a home run hire because I do wonder if he gets to, to run the show uh, without any kind of pushback. I won't really know that until deeper into the season. Is he going to be dictated to? Are they going to expect him to run this offense you know, through their image, so to speak? And I also need to hear more about which assistance he's bringing with him as opposed to which assistants are staying. There's some other details I need ironed out before I can say this is a home run hire, but I certainly understand why someone would think that, and I'm going to say it's an extra base hit. But it's very, very exciting for a Commanders fan who's watched this offense struggle for years to see anyone from Kansas City come here. You know, Normally you'd be grabbing the quarterback's coach or the receiver's coach who's just in the room around the people that are making the decisions. The fact that you're actually getting the coordinator is pretty amazing. Let's go to uh, B, who's in Haymarket to get started on line two on G&D. How are you, B? Hey, I'm good. Hey, I really want to be excited about this, and I actually called thinking it was a double, but the more I think about it, I'm going to say it's a single that can turn into a stolen base or something like that. It makes me a little nervous every time we do business with Andy Reid or anybody that's touched Andy Reid. It doesn't usually go very well around here. And the <laughs> other thing that makes me nervous is, who is okaying these salaries? That makes me nervous. If it's Dan Snyder that's okaying these salaries, maybe that means he wants to stick around. I would do anything. I would take Fred Flintstone if it means that we can get rid of Dan Snyder. So that's a whole different conversation, and you might be on to something there, my guy. Thank you for the call. I'll start with the Andy Reid point. A little bit of trepidation, right? Because Andy Reid's the guy that traded you Donovan McNabb. The only thing I would say is this is not something that is going to result in Andy Reid suffering if it works for Washington, okay? When he's the coach of the Eagles in your division and he trades you a quarterback, in and of itself, buyer beware. Like, I'm out. I'm probably never taking a quarterback who's going to start for me from another team in the division. Because if they're willing to give him up and play him twice a year, that tells me everything I need to know. And I think that's what you're referring to when you talk about being burned by Big Red. He trades McNabb to Washington. They give up the pick that, you know, the picks that they gave up. They won the trade, obviously. In this case, he's trying to help his guy, man. He wants the enemy to get a head job. So he's working the phones. I, I told you guys, I was told last year that Reed was in Biennemi's ear going into the offseason saying, hey, man, I really think the only way for you to get a head job is to leave. And the only way for you to get where you want to go is to not coach under my watch, so to speak. Now, the enemy wasn't ready to leave, didn't want to for whatever reason, and so he stayed. He won a Super Bowl ring, got some hardware. But in this case, he's going to the other conference. He's going to a division you play, what, once every four years? I mean, it's completely harmless for the Chiefs and for Andy Reid, and he is selflessly, in my opinion. He knows this machine will keep going. He lost Peterson. He lost Nagy. Tyreek Hill. Nothing matters as long as he and Mahomes are together. They're going to keep chopping wood, with or without Eric Bieniemy. but he's trying to help his guy. The Snyder part of this is really interesting, and I'm actually going to jot this down to come back to here. Because there was a report from Darren Haynes of Channel 9 today 
that Darren uh, that said Dan Snyder flew in Jason Wright to help with the courtship of Eric Bieniemy, and if that's the case, and it was not Ron's idea, I guess they're both from similar areas in California and have some similar background. Um, obviously, they were both running backs in the NFL, what have you. I would imagine Ron's calling the shots on who's in and who's not in on these meetings. But if Dan Snyder is involved enough that he says, hey, I really want Jason Wright to be there. Let's fly Jason in from California to D.C. to be there with Eric. That kind of involvement right now is somewhat surprising to me if the sale is going along at the pace that we're all expecting. Like, my general overhead philosophy on Snyder right now isn't to say that he's completely checked out. But I do think he's on his way out, and I think he cares less based on my theorizing. This is just my own guessing, speculating, than he's ever cared before. I reference a lot that he doesn't go to the games at the end of the year, that he hasn't been around as much, that he's spending a lot of time in London. So if he's working the phones and trying to land the enemy and he's all giddy about going and getting the Chiefs offensive coordinator, I'm not telling you that that's a a deal breaker for a sale, but it's certainly – would give me a little bit of an uneasy feeling to know that you know, he's plugged in and, and invested in caring about who the coordinator is going to be this coming year. When a lot of us are hoping he's not going to be at the stadium to own the team anymore, to, to know who the coordinator is at that point. Let's go to Nathan in Centerville on line three on Grant and Danny. What's up, Nathan? What's up, GP? Uh, I'm going to echo you and say a triple just short of a homer because he hasn't called plays He's interviewed with half the teams and hasn't gotten a job. So there's something there we don't know. Maybe it's just bad luck, but maybe there is something, and it kind of rears its head this way. But to, to speak to what you were just talking about from that last caller, too, with Dan Snyder, maybe Dan is still calling. I think that the new owner is going to come in, and unless Ron gets this team to like a title game or to the Super Bowl or whatever, I think the expectations are going to be ridiculously high for him to keep his job. So maybe Dan sees it as, sees it as hey, we, we land the enemy. I have, if he does what everyone thinks he's going to do and makes this offense above average, good to great, and this team kind of turns around, I have the hottest coaching candidate in building. They, they can kind of, depending on what his contract is, they can block him from going and interviewing other places. Maybe he could sell that to New York and be like, look, you've got a team. If this works out, you've got this hotshot coordinator that's about to be a head coach. He's got familiarity with these guys and kind of can take that, those next steps with the team. Thanks, Nathan. That's interesting. I mean, I have a hard time believing a new owner comes in here, blows out Rivera, and then is real interested in one of his coordinators. I just think when you take something over from someone else, you want as many of their guys that they hired out as possible, and you want to hire as many as your folks as soon as possible as you can. Uh, I guess that's you know as, as possible as anything, but I would bet against it. I do think that if you're Dan and you just don't know yet when and if the sale goes final, I mean, in the meantime, you have to keep doing some business, right? Like the flip side is the learners with the Nationals, where they were trying to sell and they essentially took their ball and went home, it seems like, from the standpoint of player acquisition and quality of the ball club and spending money. And now they're not selling anymore for the moment. And look what's happened. I mean, it's kind of like you don't fix anything in the house because you think you're moving out, and then a year later you look and everything's kind of falling apart. So there's got to be a middle ground if you're Snyder where you say, I don't want this asset to depreciate. 
I need to make sure that I continue to have a functioning organization. And, and maybe you can do that without it meaning that you're still all in, so to speak. I think there could be something to that. Uh, your point on, on Ron Rivera is a great conversation we need to have at some point, which is if they do sell this offseason and the commanders are under new ownership going into September, what does Rivera have to do to keep his job? Remember, the prospective owners, both of them, that have toured the facility presumably, because Sean Payton in audio said that he was um, contacted by multiple prospective buyers. So Josh Harris is one of them, and then the mystery person is the other. Those people already reached out to Sean Payton to gauge his interest. Now, he's the coach of the Broncos, so he's no longer relevant, but that means they're reaching out to other people. They're starting to put their ducks in a row, right? Bad news for Ron Rivera. If Rivera gets to the playoffs and wins a game, I think it's hard to fire him. If he gets to the playoffs and wins a couple games, you're in an NFC Championship game for the first time since your boy was in a diaper. He's not going anywhere. But what's that line of demarcation where he protects himself and his staff from being ousted by the new owner just based on what they accomplish in year one of, of that new ownership? Now, that's something we could talk about. Now, whether it's probably not today, but in the weeks ahead uh, as we wait to find out what's going to happen with the potential sale here. No Danny, he's sick. I'm solo today. Grant Paulson with you. The number is 800-636-1067. It sounds like everything is moving toward a marriage between Biennemi and the commanders where they're both going to try to benefit from one another here. If they hire the Chiefs OC over the last five years, how will you view the hire? Single? Double, home run. Pick between those three options. I do want to talk about how much better the Chiefs have run the ball than you think under Biennemi. We can get into that next. Grant and Danny on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. No, Danny, I'm Grant. You're listening to The Fan. Top of the hour. Jordan Ta'amu spent time in the Chiefs building on their practice squad at quarterback last couple of years. He's now the starter here in D.C. for the defenders who open play on Sunday night. He's going to join us. We'll ask him about Eric Bieniemy and Patrick Mahomes and the opener for the XFL 3.0 as it gets going again here in the nation's capital. That is about 12 minutes away. So here are some of the running numbers. We'll just get scratch the surface here. We can dive into those deeper later in the show, but 
Last year, the, the this past season, I guess is a better way to put it, uh, 2022, the Chiefs were the number one offense in the league in yards per play, which you know. They were number one in passing yards per play. Okay, It's the best offense in football. You don't think of them as being a particularly good running team. They were actually eighth in rushing yards per play. Now, they're always going to rank a lot worse in rushing yards per game. That metric is very friendly to teams that are behind. Um, I, I sh- you know, the teams that are behind in games cannot run the ball, in other words. If, if you are in front, you often run it more often, and so you would think your yards per game are higher. The Chiefs, though, don't always work with that theory because they're going to throw the ball more often than they run almost no matter what. If they have a lead, they keep throwing it. If they're behind, they're going to throw it. It's what they do. But the metric rushing yards per play is an efficiency metric. It means when you run it, how good are you at it? And I love that way of looking at it, okay? Rather than if you run the ball for 127 yards per game or 83 yards per game, if I run it 10 times and you run it 10 times, who gets more yards? That's the yards per attempt, right? Yards per play metric. They were eighth in the NFL this past season at rushing yards per play. Very surprising. Very efficient. Top 10. Last year, you go, well, that was probably just a one-off. They were seventh in the NFL in rushing yards per play, meaning from a scheme standpoint, you know, designing runs, getting to run plays and, and good downs and distances and picking up yards, they were seventh last season. So they're eighth this year in 2022. They're seventh in 2021. They were 12th, which is still really good. Top half of the league, just outside of the top 10 the year before that in 2020. You know, this is the Mahomes era. This is the slinging around Hill and Kelsey, uh, Kansas City Chiefs. The 2019 season, which would have been Bienemy's second year, we're going back four seasons now, was the one year where they actually ran the ball very, very poorly. They were 20th out of 32 teams in yards per play. But if you go back again one year before that, all the way back now to 2018, five seasons ago, Bienemy's first year on the job, from a yards per play metric running the football, they were sixth. So when you look at this number, this efficiency stat, they have ranked under enemy as an OC with Andy Reid, 8th, 7th, 12th, 20th, and 6th over five years at running the ball. I say that to tell you that while their average is around being number two in offense, yards per play, number four in passing, yards per play over five years, that's the bread and butter, they average ranking 10th in rushing. Again, not in the yards per game, but in how good they are when they do it. And for that reason, I think there is some hope and some upside, presumably, that maybe the enemy coming here with this personnel can run the ball effectively. Let's go to Jaime and Manassas, who is on line four. If the enemy is hired today, like it sounds like could happen, what would you think of the hire? Hey, what's going on, JP? Hey, I, I, JP, I think, I think it's going to be a homer. I think it's going to be a homer because, uh, uh, first of all, I like – that we're going to get a, a better offensive line. I hated last season when everybody says that uh, that we have a good running defense, but we didn't have a good passing defense, a good running offensive line, but we didn't have a good pa- a passing offensive line. I hate that. Chiefs are they generally have offensive lines that can impose a game plan, can force a game plan. We do have the salary cap room to... to uh, to uh, uh, sign a couple of offensive linemen to help us out because uh, we need to have a strong offensive line. Uh, I like the fact that also, I remember last year when we used to come 
uh, at the beginning of games flat, completely flat. We will score three points in the first half. We'll score seven points. Well, that in the was first Jaime. Half. That was every week, bud. Thank you for the call. I mean, seven points at the half was the norm around here. But you're right; they have to spend on the line, and I'm sure that's part of the pitch to be enemy is that they're going to go get him some line help in the draft and with free agency. Jim, Great Falls has been waiting. Let's give him the last word on this. What would you make of a be enemy hire? Great. Uh, I give it a tape measure home run uh, very quickly. Uh, it's good for Snyder. He's got something to set, to increase his opportunity to sell because he can say to buyers, look, this will put more butts in the seats. Uh, I've left you with the best offensive coordinator available out there. It's great for Rivera because he can, assuming we win more games next year, he can say to the new owners, look, we're in the 21st century now with an offense. It's great for Sam. It's great for Sam Howell. Uh, because Benemy understands uh, the transition to just a second-year quarterback, and hopefully he will be able to uh, understand when he can use his athleticism. Appreciate you, buddy. It's a time machine hire for sure. You know, it just gets them into this era in a way that they haven't majored in over the last few years. Jordan Ta'amu, who spent time with the enemy in Kansas City, will be the starting quarterback for the defenders at Audi Field on Sunday. Joins us next, and at 3.15, we're giving away our first four-pack of tickets to the defenders opener, XFL in D.C. on Sunday. You're listening to Grant and Danny on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.